Hey mama, hey mama, hey I'm glad to see you here with me I know it gets rough, please don't give up Today we gon' shake off all that weight Put your head up high, cry to the sky Walk in my face, then I by sight Take my hand and hold it tight Those cloudy days, kiss now goodbye So hey mama, hey mama, hey Glowing even through the rain I promise you'll see better days All you need is a little faith Take my hand Welcome back to another episode of the My Sister's Glow podcast. So y'all, I hope that you guys thoroughly enjoyed the flu season series. That was my first series on the show and I really love doing it. I hope that you guys took away a lot of great information from all of that. So today's check-in, um, I just want to go over some things. want to uh, encourage you guys to write in and let me know if there are certain topics or certain things that you want to hear me talk about on the show. Um, all things are led by the Holy Spirit. So, you know, if y'all request a show and he be like, nah, we're going to talk about this. That's what we're going to do. However, you guys be in my audience, what you have to say and what you feel is important to me. So please write me, let me know. I will put my email address in the show notes. If you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, shoot me a message. Let me know what you guys want to hear. I want to engage with you guys. I want it to be more than just me talking at you guys every week i want to give you guys what you want also nominate a mother that you feel like is doing a bomb job as a mother um again it could be yourself it could be a cousin a sister an aunt, a friend whoever it could be your mother just nominate another mother so she can get the glow mama spotlight on the show and as always join the my sister's glow group this week's glow mama is it started off as like a a joke. I have to tell you guys the story why. But um, this week's Glow Mama is Shanice Collins. Um, Shanice is one of my best friends. However, I'm nom- she was nominated because she, when she listens to the show, her daughter listens with her. And she was like, Mommy, how come she never talks about you on the show? You're a doctor. And we laughed about it because Shanice is really a clinical support tech um, at the labor and delivery unit at um, the hospital in this area. And we left because it's just like, you know, how did she think she was a doctor? And it's like, well, she knows her mom works at a hospital and she works in a doctor's office as well. So what I took from that was that although, you know, Shanice and other mothers, we may not look at our position as like, oh, it's not a big deal what I do, but it's in the eyes of how our children see us. So if her daughter, um, her eight-year-old daughter, looks at her and thinks that she's a doctor, that lets me know that she carries what she does well. And that's what being a great mama, a glow mama is about. It's making this thing look easy because it's not always easy, but we make it look good. So Shanice, you are our glow mama for this week. We love you, girl. You keep on. And listen, maybe your daughter's speaking some things into existence, okay? The Bible talks about that, speaking out of the mouth of babes. So maybe you're going to be a doctor. And I'm here for it, sis. But you are our glow mama this week. Get your glow on. All right, guys. So today's topic is how moms can have it all. And y'all, I felt like this was really good for us as mothers. And I know I even have some women who listen to the show that are not mothers, but we live in a world or a time that it's like we gotta choose 
for example, like as moms, we it's like, are you going to go to work? Or are you going to go to school? You got to choose between having a career or being a wife. You got to choose between being a good mom and being at, at everything that your child has, not missing a, a play at school or anything like that versus indulging in some much needed me time. We're made to feel like we have to choose between chasing our dreams or maintaining financially. And this is this one really resonates with me, but sometimes we even are made to feel like we got to choose between living safe and having fun. And it's like, bruh, why we got to choose? Why should we have to choose? Like, I mean, granted, becoming a mother puts another level of responsibility. So sure, adjustments need to be made. But it's like, who says that we can't have it all? Why do we have to choose between, you know, doing things that we love for our family and our friends and our community and doing things for ourselves? Why is it that there's this ugly stigma on moms being quote unquote selfish when we indulge in, excuse me, indulge in some much needed self time? When we decide, you know what, we're going to do this with our girlfriends or we're going to do this by ourselves. Or like, you know what, how many of us, how many of y'all, because I know I do, how many of y'all feel guilty when you in the store and you see something for yourself, but you like, you know what, I could be paying a bill or I could get this for the kids. Because I know I do. Like, I will find a sale, listen, children's place, H&M has really good sales for the kids. Like, I will go buy them any and everything they need plus more. Like, let me tell you, I wish y'all could see my kids' closet. Like, not to brag, but, you know, God has been good. So, my kids, it's not even just me. They have family. They have, um, uh, you know, my friends. Like, you know, and we ain't above hand-me-downs. I don't know how everybody else be feeling, but we ain't above it. So, like, you know, even, you know, one of my girlfriends, she has a son that's older than my youngest, but, like, she passed down his shoes to my, my younger daughter. And I'm like, listen, that's what's up. Thank you. So, I tell her to say that my kids will have more than enough, and I will still feel guilty. Like, oh, you know what? The kids need this. The kids need that. We feel so guilt. There's this mom guilt. And that's why I truly believe it's one of the barriers as to why moms feel like they can't have it all. They don't feel like they can be a good wife and a career woman. Moms are feeling like they can't be a good mom and also take girls trips or go to the spa. Moms are feeling like, you know what, I got to work all these hours, pick up all these shifts to maintain a household, but I can't chase my dream of being a business owner. I can't chase my dream of going back to school and getting that degree that I need to move me to the next level. There's this thing of like, what about my family? And just being really transparent, I was young when I, well, to me, I was young. I was 21 when I had my first daughter. And we're not a high school. Like, honestly, I probably should have been graduating with my first degree. But, you know, like, I was out here in these streets, pop, lock, and dropping. And that was really a song then. <laughs> so, like, I was out here. I wasn't really worried about school. And when I had my first, when I got pregnant with my first daughter, I was just like, yo, something got to change. Because I was just waitressing tables at that point. And if you're a waitress listening to this, I'm not knocking it. But for me, like, you know, I'm a little little bit on the bougie side. So I was like, we got to maintain. So I knew that I needed to go back. And I wanted a more set career. that like, So I wasn't working hard all the time. 
I wasn't missing really important dates or whatever. I wanted to jumpstart a career. And I remember um, I had started planning to go back to school after I had my baby. Um, Because I had to save up some money and pay some things back. And there were some people who came to me and was like, so you're going to leave your baby and go to school. And like, no, listen, y'all, like if y'all, if you're not from Delaware, you might not know, but Delaware is a small state. Okay. And Sussex County is, it's small, but it's big at the same time. But the point is, is that like, y'all, I wasn't going away to school. Like I was going to community college. So like, yeah, I was gonna leave my baby for a few hours to go to class, but I was going to come right back to her. And uh, there was just this guilt about like, you're leaving your kid. And I was kind of like, um, yeah, I'm going to slide out and go get this degree, <laughs> you know, come back home at night, you know. And I knew that that meant having long days, but that's the sacrifice. So in this show, I, I broke down four steps that I truly believe that if we as mothers will just um, start. With, and of course, the, you know, these four big steps will have uh, certain breakdowns for different individuals, but it is a starting place. The first step is to identify the areas of your life where you are choosing and find out why. Are you choosing because you don't have support? Are you choosing because you're fearful of success? Because that is a real thing. Everybody wants success, but not everybody chases it. And that's the whole episode in itself. Are you choosing because you're complacent? You're just comfortable where you are. And it doesn't ha- comfortability doesn't have to be a bad thing. But if you are limiting yourself, yeah, you might want to check that, sis. And I think the practical thing to do at this step is to make a pros and cons list. Of like, you know, okay, I'm choosing because of this. And, you know, I'm not doing this right now, but my plan is to put it in motion at this point. And then I said the pros and cons list because I feel like at this level, I use myself, for example, being in grad school, people always ask me like, how are you, you know, like I'm pursuing my master's degree. I work full time. I do the podcast. I run my sister's glow. My daughters are active in cheerleading. You know, I go to like my church events. I try my best to support other events in the community. Well, how do you do it? Well, you know, I just, I make time for it. I make space for it. And everybody's like, well, I got to go back and get a degree. I would say this, listen, you know, if, 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 it, if that ain't for you and if it's not for your degree, don't go back, don't go out here and put yourself in thousands of dollars in debt just to say you got a piece of paper. Now, if that's your dream and that's your goal, that's another thing. But if you're doing it out here and it's not going further, push your family forward or push your career forward, I'm going to tell you straight up. And I'm a grad student. Don't waste your time. Okay. Step two, you need to identify what's working in your favor. And I say what's working in your favor because a lot of times when we're trying to move from one level to the next, one place to the next, we think about and we could find all the things that's wrong. So we're like, well, I ain't got this. I ain't got that. I don't have time. I don't have this. So I'm challenging you to find what's working right. Think about the resources that you have. Think about the support that you have around you. Think about your access to those resources. Listen, it's 2020. Get on your phone after you listen to this podcast, and I need you to Google. Get on there and find the things that you need to find to be able to support your dream. And figure out what systems and structures that you have in place for you, you and your family that work. Because if you're going to work every day, your kids are going to school, you're being successful at some level. 
So find what's working well. And, and, you know, maybe we need to increase how well it is working. But I guarantee you there are at least three things in your life that's working well for you. Step three, after you find out what's working well, identify adjustments that need to happen so that you can have it all. So this means planning. If you are anything like me, sis, listen, she don't like to plan, okay? I just be so busy trying to be, just being fast and like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to do this, I got to do that. That like, I don't sit down and plan. And do you know what happens to me when I don't plan? She gets anxiety. She gets overwhelmed. <laughs> now I'm irritable. Now I'm, you just, just irritated. And it's all because I didn't plan. No, you have to be intentional about this, which leads into the scripture that we're going to refer to later today. So that means planning, put structures in place. That means you might have to put your kids on a schedule. That might mean that we have to shut down at a certain time every night. That might mean that there's no a, a whole bunch of electronics. It might mean you can't go to Taco Tuesday. Okay? It might mean you have to sacrifice that. It might mean that you need to gather more researches, uh, me, excuse me, re, more resources and do more research. Maybe you do need to do that before you do what you want to do. Find out what it is that you want. Is this really a market you want to go to? Is this really the job that you want to have? Is there a room? Is there a wiggle room at your job? Like, will they work with you? Like, I, I don't know what your thing is to have it all. But what I'm saying is, is that whatever it is, you got to make those adjustments in your life. Because if you continue doing what you're already doing, you're going to keep doing just that. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but it's like insanity. There's a saying, it's like only a fool gets up and does the same thing every day and expects different. Like, no, that's you're not going to do get different results if you're doing the same thing. So make those adjustments and they're not going to be easy. I want to put that out there because I know I'm naming these four steps as if like, oh yeah, you can just do that. No, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a cakewalk, but it's going to be worth it. And that's where that sacrifice comes in. And our final step is to put your plan into action and commit to it. A lot of times when we want certain things, oh, I know I need to, I know I should. And then we excuses. Well, I can't, I would, but I mean, you don't understand, but well, change your excuses and you make them to your reasons why you should. Let me tell you, when I started this grad program, I, my baby was less than a year old. And I had a five-year-old at home at the time. I mean, like there, and there are nights like, okay, Tuesday nights, I have a class. My youngest has cheer practice. You know what I did? I picked up the phone and I called another cheer mom. Hey, can you help me? Because we live in the same development. I let the coach know sometimes, hey, I really need some help. Do you mind picking my daughter up for practice? Could you help me out? You can't receive help if you don't, ask for help and that goes all the way back to episode one find your tribe that you having a strong tribe a dependable tribe a reliable tribe is how you can have it all so i just want to go back over the, the four steps before we move into the next segment one identify the areas of your life where you're choosing and find out why you're choosing step two identify what's working in your favor don't look at it in a negative way. You have things that are working well for you. 
Step three, identify adjustments that need to happen so you can have it all. And step four, put your plan into action and connect and commit to it. Excuse me. So those are like those, um, the four practical steps. And of course, y'all know I always have a scripture reference. And today's scripture reference is Matthew 6 and 33. And I really like this scripture for this um, episode because it's so important. And the scripture is, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. And some, uh, some versions say will be added to you. So, you know, that goes all the way back before we even start making these adjustments. We need to figure out, God, what is it that you want from me? What are the the desires that you have for my life? Because, like, maybe you want to move to another city. Maybe you want to go purchase another car. I know I do really bad, y'all. But but maybe God is like, not now. This is not your season to do that. And I know that requires you to get into a place of relationship with the Holy Spirit so you can hear from him. But a lot of times when we make these big grand decisions in our life and we like go make a big purchase and we're like, oh, yes, God bless me. But then we're struggling to keep up with it. It's like, you know, was that really the direction that we should have taken at that time? And if you're not in a place where you have a a relationship where you feel like you can hear from God, a couple things you can do for that is one, read your Bible and pray more and then wait for the response. And check and be okay with the response that you get. Because just because you seek the answer that you want or you seek the things that you want, that don't mean that God's going to be like, yeah, that's what I want you to do. You're not going to always be in agreement. And also, like, seek wise counsel. Reach out to somebody who is um, educated and more wiser than you in an area and see what they say. I know I talk about a lot about linking up with community and having support, but like that's really vital. Before I got into the grad program that I was in, I did research. I talked to people. Like I was on the website like almost every day looking at different programs, comparing. Because before I spent all this money to go into student debt, my God, (laughs) I had to make sure that this is what I really wanted to do. Before I even started this podcast, y'all, that's why I went to the retreat. So that way I could get the information and resources. When I tell y'all I wanted to start a podcast in 2019, but I didn't have all the things that I wanted to have. And I know a lot of people was like, well, you can just Google it and, and you know, you can just start it that way. And that's fine. But I wanted some strategy. I wanted resources. And I wanted to make sure I was doing this thing the right way before I added another thing on my plate. Also, before I started the podcast, God, is this what you want me to do? Is this, is this for me before I even add it on? Sometimes we're just doing stuff and we're just busy. And it's like stuff is not coming into fruitation. It's not coming like it should be. But like you were never supposed to be doing that in the first place. So save you some stress and some time. Save yourself some tears. And seek first the kingdom of God to figure out what you should be doing. You have the desire. He will give us the desires of our heart. Make it known to him. All right, guys, so this segment is our Hope Dealer segment. You know I love it. So, you know, guys, in this episode, I gave you guys the four steps of how to have it all. And I'm a very practical person. And I feel like that is what we need as mothers, is what we need as humans is to, you know, okay, how can I do this an easy way? So the first thing I want you to do with this episode is make a pros and cons list. 
depending on the goal that you want to reach or the thing that you want to do. If it's you want to make a big purchase, make a pros and cons. What are the pros and cons of making this purchase? If you want to go back to school, what are, what is that going to look like? Write the pros and cons of that. And I feel like this will give you a really good and like really sit and think about it. Don't just do it real quick and don't even do it on your phone. Do it with a sheet of paper because it really does give you like the, you know, full on like vision of, okay, this is how this is going to look. Make your pros and cons list. The scripture reference for this week, Matthew 6 and 33. Read that. Meditate on that. Pray about that. And then lastly, do your research. Whatever it is that you want to do, that you have a desire to do, you're on your phone anyway listening to this nine times out of ten. If you're not on your phone, you're on your computer. Go ahead and open that tab and Google what you want to do. Write it out. There's another scripture. Um, Oh, God. Y'all, I really don't know how to pronounce this, but you know what? It's I believe it's Habakkuk. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that, but I'm going to put it in the show notes. But it's, I believe it's Habakkuk 2 and 2 that says to write the vision and make it plain. And then it goes on to talk about how to make the vision so that way others can read it and understand it. And I'm sure I'm butchering that because I'm doing top of the dome. But basically it's saying like, write out what you want to do. We keep so much stuff in our head. We keep so much in our brains. And that's why we're struggling to have it all. But if we follow those four steps that I said earlier, if we put the practicality into these things that I'm giving you now, we can have it all. We ain't got to choose this, period. And we ain't going to. We can be popping moms and popping career women. We could be good wives and still, um, you know, be active in the community. We can have it all. It's just about balance and being intentional with this. So that's all we have for today's show, guys. I hope you really enjoyed it. Again, don't forget to write me. Give me your topic requests, your Glow Mama nominations, and join the My Sisters Glow group. I love you guys, and I'll be talking to you next week. Peace.